You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Wow, Sarah, what a lovely picture of just you and Andrew WK. Isn't it a great picture? That's so neat. I, I feel that you like guys... there might have been somebody else in the room, but I don't see them in the picture, so clearly they weren't there. Yeah, clearly there was nobody else sitting there on your direct right in this picture, in which you maybe uh, it looks a little bit cropped. I'm not really sure. Oh, I, maybe that's just the way the photo took. That's so weird. Yeah. I mean, because I vaguely remember somebody named, like... Nig Bibbler or something that yeah. was there. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's neat. You got to spend some time just with him yeah. alone. It was. It was you, pretty nice. Yeah, you posted on it Facebook. Was cool. Hello, this <laughs> is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. We greatly appreciate it. Of course, you can subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network and listen live for only six ninety nine a month. The first week is, of course, free. Absolutely free, and you get to hear all of the fine programming live here on the network, plus the replay, 24 hours of content, always streaming for you, plus you get access to the archives, plus you get access to the chat. There's a lot of pluses. There's involved. a lot of pluses. A I lot feel of like pluses. you could just you could plus the day away. Uh, you could plus a lot. That's, uh, what, is 32 cents a day? That's pretty much what that mm-hmm. is. That's 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 a pretty good deal, Greg. It's a great deal. That is a there's that good a and there's deal. great. That's a great deal. That's a great deal. Yeah. So uh, thank you. You know what for else everyone. is a great deal? What's that? Interviewing Andrew WK. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. So we've got a ton of stuff lined up for you today. It's it's a it's a big action packed show today. It sure is. So um, coming up, we are going to be playing. We'll, we'll talk about the Andrew WK interview here in just a minute. <laughs> yes. uh, also joining us here in just a little bit will be Randy Mendez. Yes, he is going to be one of the four. Amazing comedians that we have for our second Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase, which is happening next Wednesday, a week from today, Greg. A week from today. A week from today. A week from today. We oh get to hang gosh. out with everybody and laugh and enjoy some good drinks and hang out at a cool place. I like society. all of these things. It is so cool. So uh, one week from today, you can pick up your tickets right now on our website, funemploymentradio.com. Just click on that link, buy a ticket, buy one for you and all of your friends and tell all of your friends to come because seriously, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so it'll be Wednesday, September 18th. The show will, they see doors at 7. You can get there earlier and have drinks. If yeah, and you tickets want. have been selling pretty steadily. So uh, if you can, if you have the means uh, to buy a ticket early, we'd recommend doing that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so the show will start at 8. It'll be done by about 9.30. So even if you have to work the next day, you can go home after that if you want or stay and hang out with or us. Or you can work the next day and be hungover and stay out with us. So yeah, what, whatever, whatever you, want. you want to do. Or just enjoy good food. Whatever you want to do, it's <laughs> going to be a good time. There's something for everyone yes. at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. So Randy Mendez joining us. Plus, we also have the first edition of Resume Rodeo. So excited. Which is where we are asking people who are out of work right now, who are who are fun employed, mm-hmm. to uh, go ahead and send in your resume and uh, we'll, we'll get like a little audio from you. All the details are at funemploymentradio.com slash resume. So go there, check it out. If you're out of work, if anybody you know is out of work, we're just trying to help out and at least get the word out there yeah. for whoever. I mean, uh, because that's the fun thing about this is that people, you know, everyone who listens, like everyone has different jobs and different careers and yeah. they're, you know, different levels. And so maybe, you know, maybe you might have an opening at your job. Yeah. Exactly. Make a connection here with the Fun Employment Radio audience because all of you are awesome and it's fun to help everyone out. Yeah. So uh, so that is coming up as well. But first off, let's right. talk about the Andrew WK interview. So okay. he was in town yesterday. He was. Performing at the Hawthorne Theater. And we, Sarah has been working on setting this up for a long time. Yes. And it was. I was so afraid that it was going to be uh, an Adam carolla Like I was starting to get nervous. Yeah, because... Because when- it had been confirmed that we were going to interview him 
But there hadn't been a time confirmed yeah. at all. So like, there was a loosely based time from his tour manager, and we're like, okay, I don't know exactly when it's going to be. I have to wait for them to get into town. I'm like, oh, shit, we've already promoted this. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> so Greg and Nothing I... Nothing wrong could ever happen from promoting something early. Never, never. never. So uh, after the show yesterday, I ended up uh, talking to Andrew WK's assistant, who was in New York, and he's like, all right, we can do this. He's like, Let's, uh, why don't you meet at the club at 5.30 p.m.? Mm-hmm. And we can go there and you could do the interview then. It's like, okay, cool. So I talked to him. Then he called back five minutes later. He's like, all right, how about let's do it closer to showtime? We'll make it 8.30. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah, so it changed to 8.30, which it's like, well, okay, that's fine. Gives us a couple more hours, you know, mm-hmm. to prepare for it. That's all good. Sure. And then you got another call. Yes. And so we, uh, so uh, Greg and I decided to go and get a beer and we we're like going over our questions and stuff that we were going to talk to him about. And then I get another phone call, and it's this it's about like eight o'clock at this point, uh, saying like, "Hey, can we push it back to nine o'clock?" I'm like, "Oh God, oh God, it's happening." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it keeps getting pushed back. And right after we got that message, then the tour manager called me, and he's like, "Hey, so it's really noisy in the club right now. Do you guys want to do it after the show at eleven thirty at night?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh God, we're old, but we could do it." So yes. it did end up happening, albeit. Very, very late in the evening. Very late. Yes, yes, it was well past 11.32 by the time we did it. But we did get an interview with Andrew W.K., and uh, we'll explain that here to in just a minute. It was the weirdest thing ever. It was weird. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. But, um, yeah, it was an odd an odd. I have interview. to say, we've done a lot of interviews. That is the weirdest circumstances for an mm-hmm. interview I think I've ever done. Yeah, I in agree. All of my, in all of my radio career and everything. I, I agree. That yeah, is me the too. most bizarre it, it was. It was, for, for sure. And it, it wasn't because he did any, you know, he's, like I said, very nice guy. So it wasn't anything like that. It was just weird. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the way Which we'll have up. some photo evidence for you in just a, in Absolutely. Just a minute here. <laughs> yeah, so, so we went to the show, and myself, and we talk about this in the interview, I had never been to an Andrew W.K. show before. Mm. And I have to say, I was quite impressed with uh, the way he interacts with his crowd. That man is a showman. The man's a showman. I, mm. And I appreciate that. I respect that aspect. He does know how to put on a show. That guy absolutely does get it. Yeah. And he knows how to interact with his audience. He had the, the fans kept coming up on stage. He invites them up on stage. There were, like, at one point, I think there were about 50 fans on stage. Yeah, you couldn't even see him. Nobody's kicking them off. You couldn't even see him. Like You could hear him singing, through, but through the throngs of fans, you couldn't even like see yeah. him. Yeah. But and the way he embraces his audience and everything is unreal. It's unlike anything you will ever see. Yeah, I have to admit, I have not seen a show quite like that where someone is that inviting for people to come up on stage with him. It really was. It was a party. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what he's all about is partying. That was a party. That was a, that was a motherfucking party. So, so much a party that I had an entire beer dumped all over me. <laughs> you did. It was, it was an accident. You know, I'm at the show watching it, and I'm old, so I stay in the back. I don't go in the mosh pit sure. too much anymore. Not with the young kids. Not with the, yeah, Not with the youth of the, today. The whippersnappers. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm sitting back there having my beer. I decide to walk up just a little bit closer, and I walk right by this guy who's swinging his arms up just Everybody's at that moment. Everybody's swinging their arms, yeah. Just <laughs> like getting excited and swings it back and hits the full beer I had and just dumps it all over me. It was a can. So it just sprays all over me and then hits the ground and starts shooting up like a fountain, just <laughs> dousing me in beer, like my own personal beer fountain. You did and make your own personal beer fountain. Yeah, I mean, and then I, I picked up, the guy, it was an accident, so it's like I, I wasn't going to get mad at the guy. I'm just like, well, fuck, now I'm covered in sticky beer. I am, I mean, soaked in it. It's a good thing I was not driving. Well, because so. I know, and everyone's, and everyone's sweaty and stinky. I mean, it's, it, it reminded me of like, uh, like a basement show or something, like in a good yeah. way. Yeah. But it, but in a but in a bigger like a area, garage, like yeah. everyone was having. I didn't see one person standing in there without a smile on their face because yeah, is all about just having fun and being silly. Of course, also being one of the head members of the Illuminati. That's also <laughs> right? What yes, he does. yes. Yeah. Those are the rumors. So 
so yeah, I mean, it was it was a really fun show. I would I would have to say I definitely recommend it to uh, to anyone who hasn't been to a show. Go to one. It's a good time. Yeah. It reminds it was, me. It was solid. It was totally solid. Here's why I think I like it. It reminds me about the idea behind courage shows. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Rock and roll is fun. Just be stupid and have a good time. Yeah, be dumb, have fun. It's, that's yeah. exactly it. And put on a show for people. If you pay for it, put on a show. And that's what he did. He sure did. You know, even if you're not into his music, it was still a good show. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we, we wait around, and then the show gets over. And then it's like, okay, well, now I guess we go kind of wait over here. We were supposed to go wait back by the dock to meet him back there. Yeah, by there. the loading dock. And then, like, and I guess the he time was get- doing something else, and so we had to wait a little while. Yeah, he was doing some other interview or something. And then the time to, it just kept going back. And back. Well, and our and buddy back. Morgan, who works, thank you so much, Morgan, for all your help. So, Morgan, uh, who works there at the Hawthorne Theater, ended up helping us out and yeah. getting everything squared away. Yeah, and it wasn't ever a point where somebody was saying it wasn't going to happen, just kept getting pushed back in time. And for those kinds of things, you know, as as you guys have heard us talk about before, that always makes you a little nervous. Like, uh, keeps getting pushed back. I know. I was cursing myself as we were as we were waiting. It's like eleven thirty approached and passed. I'm like, oh fuck, is this <laughs> happening again? I'm like, what have you said? But I mean, if you read anything about Andrew WK, uh, you know that he is notoriously just kind with his time. Like he spends yeah. time talking to fans. Like if there are stories everywhere about him going to fans' houses to you know like sign autographs after shows. I remember like I, I read the story how he broke his ankle or something and he didn't want to disappoint his fans who had already bought tickets for his show so he performed a bunch of his shows in a wheelchair wow yeah that's cool like he's a he's he's a solid dude that's that's very So that cool. was the one hope i had because i'm like if yeah. anyone's not going to stand us up it's going to be andrew wk yeah and he did not so mm-hmm. we got led back there to the green room which is very small and very hot uh the green room very right hot there. and and we walk up into the room where his uh manager the tour manager is is taking us back there and so we walk into this room it's a long room uh, not very wide, and right when you get through the door, Andrew WK was sitting there in a chair. Or and this is where it gets kind of odd. It so, was not kind of odd. It's yeah. the oddest thing ever. So if you know what he looks like, you can Google a picture of him. He's got long black hair, and it's usually in his face when he's performing. But he was sitting in this in this chair, just with his head down, leaning like leaning forward. Uh, resting his hands on his head and just with his head looking straight down with the hair all in his face and didn't look up at all. Didn't look up the entire time. He did not. We opened the door. He's sitting there and I'm posting the picture in the chat right now. This is what we walked into. Yeah. This is this. So after we've been arms across his uh, knees, yeah, arms across and his hand on his face with the hair down. And so you couldn't see his face. Like cousin it. Like all it was. You could not see anything of his face yeah and i mean and he was nice you know because we introduced ourselves i'm like hi i'm greg and you know and he held out his hand he just never lifted his head and he, he shook our out, hands with yeah, his hair like, oh, in nice front of his you. face oh nice to meet you and but never lifted his head during the entire interview the entire thing so we set up next to him and just kind of set the recorder down and we're like okay well let's just go ahead and and all i'm interview. thinking in my mind at this point i'm like holy shit are the conspiracy theories like real? Like, did the all I could think I was just distracted because I'm like, did the real Andrew WK leave? Because I saw him on stage, <laughs> and that was clearly the actual Andrew WK. Yeah. But when he wasn't showing his face, all I could think was that we were being had. That it yeah. was just he did not. You could not see anything of his hair. Not at any point did he pull his hair back. He did not never. pull his hair. Never. Did not see his face. He talked. He laughed. He like I'm assuming he smelled because he was like laughing and being very personable while he was talking. All with his hair in his face. Yep, all leaning down, hair in his face, hand on his hand on his head, and and yeah, hand never, on his face. Yeah, and yeah. never never did we see it until afterwards. After we got done, then we took a picture, and then he you know pushed his hair back, and we actually took a picture. I actually said at one point, I'm just when he, fl- he like finally after we talked to him for ten minutes. Yeah, so this is what. <laughs> 
Sarah did. So if you don't know about this, there are these conspiracy theories, uh, well, which is just bizarre, that there are multiple Andrew WKs, and it's all a corporate thing, and they plug in different people to play the role at different times. Yeah. And uh, I don't think he necessarily enjoys talking about that, so you won't hear it in the in the interview. But as soon as we got done with the interview, Sarah totally brought it up to him. I, I did. Was like, because wow, that's, fl- a, that's a ballsy move. Dude, I don't care. It was fucking weird that he was sitting there with his hair in his face the entire... That was the weirdest thing ever, Greg. Was it not weird? It, it was weird. It was definitely it weird. Was, he shook our hands with his hair in his face, not looking up, covering his face. Yeah. Like, if anything was a conspiracy theory, <laughs> that was exactly well, maybe, me. Maybe that's how these things started. Maybe that's how he does all of his interviews, where he always has his hair down like that. And so people started theorizing that there's different ones or something like that. Yeah, or maybe he's, I was just trying to think, maybe he's like shy. Because I, but some, of the reports, be shy. What, some of the reports I read about him is that how, you know, people speculate that because he'll like shuffle in and out very quickly, like after shows or yeah. hide his face and stuff. And I don't think, I, it didn't seem like a pretentious thing. It just seemed. No, no, he was a nice guy. He was super nice. Yeah. So just when you hear the interview, imagine him sitting there. Not like making eye contact with us the entire time. Yeah. He's sitting there in his chair with his hand over his face, with his hair in his face. Yeah. We couldn't even tell if it was him, quite honestly. I All I could do, my head was spinning. I was just like, let's just ask the questions. It's late. I've had a couple of beers at this point. And, uh, yeah, and also we've had a couple of beers. So this is at like, like 11.45 at night. Yeah, yeah. So it had had a couple of beers, expecting the interview you know, to be at 8.30. And then it got pushed back, which whichever, whatever. These things happen. It happened. And so uh, big thank you to you know, Thrasher Presents and, yes. and everybody there for, uh, for hooking us up. Thank you to up. everyone who helped us get that together. Jonathan at Thrasher and mm-hmm. everything. It was, it was so great. And uh, my Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Big thank you to Mike. Oh, of course. Um, so so it was uh, it was cool. So w- why don't we just do this? Let's go ahead and air the oh, interview. God. So to set the stage, especially because I left a little piece of something that you said at the very beginning. And so we're back there in the green room. Very hot. His tour manager, you know, just confirms how long it's going to be. Uh, we're like, oh, no, it'll be like 10 minutes. We're fine. And uh, then the tour manager leaves and closes the door, closes the door. And I've already hit record. So this is where it's at. Where the interview okay, starts. Okay, are we going to play this? This is the first thing that Sarah says to him after we close the door. So, I'm yeah, sorry. Let's go oh, ahead. It was just, I was thrown off. I was thrown off guard when he oh, wouldn't I know. look at us. I don't know if he okay. thought it was a joke or not. We'll leave that to people to decide. Okay. Because he, he, he ends up uh, lightening up a little bit, but I'm not sure if he thought, I don't know if how he took your joke. Oh, I think that he took it just fine. I don't know. It was a little weird. So, oh, you saw, oh, that was the weird part. <laughs> that was the odd part. <laughs> No, All right, I want to hear what people think. All right, let me let me know what you think. All right, so let's go ahead and do this. We'll play our interview with Andrew WK, <laughs> then we'll come back and talk about that, and then uh, we'll move on here in a minute and do the resume rodeo. So this is Andrew WK. All right, and just picture, we've set the stage for you. Hair yes. and face. Yes. Picture it. Sitting on a chair, hair and face. We have not seen his face. Hand on face. We have not seen his face <laughs> during this entire interview. At no point do we see his face. Never. Never. All right, here we go, Andrew WK. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. We will not murder you while your friend is gone. I assure you. I assure you that won't happen. Appreciate that. Uh, I'm Greg. This Hello, is Sarah. Greg. Hi, how are you guys? Hi. Doing good. Having some fun? Yes. And actually, we'll just start the interview right now. I have to say, this is my virgin Andrew WK show. Oh, well. This is, very this is my second. Okay, well, thank you for yeah. popping your cheer in before tonight. This is a very different show. Um, I don't think we've ever really done a show like this uh, in Portland before. Uh, definitely a unique, uh, unique presentation, but a fantastic crowd. I mean, you could not ask for a better night in terms of the uh, enthusiasm, the energy, the, the cheerfulness. You want to say that again? The cheerfulness was really through the roof. Uh, I was, I was 
I was I was overwhelmed. I was speechless. I was kept from speech. <laughs> I, was, I was kept. You were no, without I, speech. I have no speech. Well, and that's what I wanted to bring up too, because I mean, I am a rock and roll fan. I'm a musician my entire life, and I have to say, the way that you embody the fun of rock and roll, I was so impressed with, because not enough people, to me, nowadays do that kind of stuff. And you had so much fan interaction; it was more than anything I've ever seen. Is that something by design, or is that just happened naturally through your career? I mean, that, that was my 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 wish. Yeah, it was my 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 dream. That was my fantasy. Yeah. Uh, my desire, my goal, my 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 highest ideal was for people to feel the way that I felt myself, uh, and the way I wanted to feel. I wanted to feel very cheerful. Uh, very energized and uh, very powerful and very free almost so free that you're you're free of yourself and probably the greatest privilege that I've had uh, doing this is uh, to be around people that are free of their own self you know it's a it's a rare instance when people have no ego you know like uh, mm -hmm. they're, they're just completely ego death is a very rare instance you know it's, it's, it's quite overwhelming and it's quite intense but uh, I've been very lucky to be uh, surrounded by that where you just uh, are in the moment completely in the essence of just being alive with no other thought other than that that, that singular ex existence that, that sensation mm -hmm. the physical feeling of just being alive and I, I you know rock and roll music was designed to bring that out of people and when you really ramp it up like that and, and, and encourage folks, uh, I, I, you know, I don't even feel responsible for it. You know, people have to choose to to do what we did tonight, and, and uh, yeah. I'm just one of those people. Well, well how did you... I, I, I need to ask you about this, about the 24-hour uh, drumming thing. How did your arms feel after that? That was uh, quite a feat. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Well, <laughs> my, my, my arms actually were the, the... My hands and my arms, that's what I thought would be the most sore and the most fatigued. It turns out those were the, the least sore and fatigued. My my back. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, like that. Oh for that I'm long. sure. My my yeah. my with all due respect, my ass. <laughs> my hind quarters, like the part of my body that sat on that stool, that was the most challenging part. Was just sitting down for twenty four hours. And I never would have would have thought I mean, it was almost the, like the least intense part of the drumming. Yeah. Became the most painful. The, uh, the movement of my arms and, 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 and my hands became uh, sort of manageable. Uh, it was just the, the, the static part of my body. Basically the fear of bed sores on your ass. It was. It really <laughs> was. I experienced bed sores playing drums. Oh, Jesus. I can imagine, dude. Moving long? around in a chair like that? Yeah, that, that would make sense. It was. Like all the seams of my jeans, all those uh, those very small parts of uh, fabric, your underwear, even the hair on your own body, all those became irritants. They became... They uh, became irritants? Irritants. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, citric acid in your eye. Yeah. That's an irritant. Yeah. Okay, oh, well, that's exactly. how my, my, my skin felt on my, my hips. So about 10 hours in, that's what you had to <laughs> yeah. deal with for 14 my, more hours. My own, my own skin became an irritant to my body. <laughs> but I was very fortunate to have uh, so many fantastic drummers join me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know Questlove came in there at the beginning. I mean... Talk about Quest Love, I mean, that is one of the, I mean, 
Is there any? I, I can't. I was trying uh, to think no, of somebody else even compared to Neil Peart. He didn't show up. I was going to say Neil Peart. I didn't know that. Yeah, that didn't happen. What I heard, you did ask him. Um, I think he had a. Uh, it was a Tim Hortons event uh, that day. Okay. That he had to uh, attend. Now this is just what I heard. Now who knows what actually happened? He could have had bad diarrhea. For all I, know. <laughs> I mean, he's a great drummer, um, but we were joined by drummers that, in my opinion, are, are, are just as great, um, if, if not greater. Uh, Liberty DeVito. Yeah. Billy Joel's drummer. One of the, the, the greatest, I mean, there has never been a greater drummer than Liberty DeVito in terms of musicality, in terms of enthusiasm. Liberty DeVito, when he plays your song, if he's drumming on your song, it's like he was born to drum just for your song um, and to just be in the presence of him and, 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 and I mean Chad Smith Chad mm-hmm. Smith I mean, I mean talk about a powerhouse he joined me for the last hour the last hour uh, I got the hour 23 uh, in the uh, the 24 hour ordeal and, and, and he he was just unbelievable I mean I was I was humbled I was humiliated but in a good way. Sometimes <laughs> well, you, you have me. been drumming for 23 hours at that point. Well, and you know, it's Chad Smith. So I wear my pants once. And it was mostly diarrhea, but... <laughs> you know, well, what do you expect? Well, and with, with those amazing musicians, musicians, I mean, you just got off of your tour with Black Sabbath. I gotta ask, you know, like I said, myself being a musician, being a fan, what was it like getting a call from Black Sabbath being, hey, want to go on tour with us? Well, um, like you, I mean, you can probably imagine it, it, it took up until the first actual show for me to believe that this was actually happening. Actually, now that, that the tour is all done, yeah. I'm still processing yeah. that, that it actually happened. I <laughs> just got over. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, and, 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 and I mean, if life could get any more Twilight Zone-esque, I would like to see it. You know what? I don't want to tempt fate. I, I don't want life to get any more Twilight Zone esque. It's already <laughs> enough. Uh, I can't believe I got to do that. It, it, it was completely uh, the greatest time and also the most humbling time. I mean, it, it's, it's this very strange combination of being very elevated and very excited, but also very humbled and very, you know, feeling very humili- uh, humility. You know, a lot of humility. This is the the, the, the pinnacle of rock music. The, this. This kind of energy uh, that, that where people have chosen, you know, especially these 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 men who they didn't have to do what they did, and they chose to do it, and they chose to stick with it, and they chose to, to, to commit themselves to this feeling, this sound, this this certain sensation that makes people feel this certain way, and to be around masters, uh, you know, anyone who's dedicated their lives to a, a cause, no matter how particular or specific uh, as it may be that, that that's very intense you know that's absolutely I mean that's that's an amazing thing to have that happen but I mean you are doing your own thing right now so with Party Messiah for anybody who hasn't come to see this tour mm-hmm. what was your idea of, of going to these smaller venues and what can people expect with Party Messiah well, we know what to expect. We know what to expect, but, but I mean, want, anybody else yeah, who hasn't, oh, can I can tell you it's fucking awesome. But for <laughs> anybody else who hasn't experienced, what was your idea behind this uh, this particular tour? I guess just to try to make a, a moment in your life, in my own life, too. I mean, a lot of these, these shows, they're for me, too. And I don't feel bad about saying that. It, it is very selfish. I'm doing this for me. You know, it's not it's not... 
it's not to give everything to someone else or someone who came to the show. I'm, 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 I want this energy for me, for, for all the things that I still want to do. I want to create a moment that we all have together that is memorable, you know? So you can mm -hmm. see, like, I remember mm -hmm. that time that we were in that room and we did that. Even if you just remember it for a few minutes after, or a few hours, or hopefully the next morning when you wake, wake up, or the next afternoon, or even evening, just to say that you 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 were there and and you opened yourself up to that kind of uh, enthusiastic joy, you know, that the energy, that the energized enthusiasm about not being dead, especially with what you know nine minutes from now would be. Mm -hmm. You gotta make the most of these times, you know. So uh, I just want to be in that state where you're not taking any anything for granted, and you're giving all that you have, and and uh, especially physically throwing yourself out there. It's important to me. Oh yeah. I have to say, you completely encapsulated everything you just said in this show tonight. For anyone who hasn't seen one of your shows, you really did everything you just said. That's exactly it. Well, that's so, very nice of you to say. I, I, I appreciate no. that. Oh, I, I Believe me, I'm, I fully 100% believe that. So, thank you so much for spending a couple times with Oh, thank us. you. Thank you for coming and, tonight. Um, and thanks for your patience and, 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 and kindness. And, and oh, yeah. Great questions, too. And, and <laughs> thank you. Just for being here. Thank you. Well, oh, thank you so much. You're awesome, sir. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey everybody, uh, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we are in Portland, Oregon, inside of Apollo Books. Uh, you can't not be inside of Apollo Books in Portland, Oregon. Here's one thing I love about Portland, Oregon, funemploymentradio.com. They are great, they are funny, they've got their finger on the pulse. They are the sunshine that shines through even when it's raining. Funemploymentradio.com. If you're not listening to it, there's something wrong with you. Get out of your own Powell books and listen to them. Yeah. There we go. So that was our interview with Andrew WK. It's Seriously, so, a very, very nice guy. Very, very nice guy. It's yeah. so weird to listen to it again when, because uh, when the interview was happening, the whole time I was thinking, this isn't really him. <laughs> I know you were obsessed with that. I See, I wasn't doing that. I was just like, well, this is going to be odd because I can't read his face. And part of the, you know, a big part of interviewing, which is why phone interviews are so much different, is reading someone's face mm -hmm. and, you know, and seeing where they go. And that's why I think our, our interviews here on the show are usually kind of unique because we have a good... We're, we're pretty good at doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, reading people and telling where they're going with things. Since I couldn't see his face at all, <laughs> yeah. I had no idea when he was going to stop talking or when to ask another question. So there's some weird pauses in there where I'm like, okay, is he, is he done? Well, I mean, that's I all we could him. do. I mean, you don't want to interrupt him, but yeah. you can't see it. But, you know, between him covering his face and the hair in his face. Yeah. That was the oddest interview ever. Yeah. So, uh, so it was. Uh, it was. It was very but cool. So. It happened, and he like you know, he is just as cool as he sounded. He's just really yeah. just down to earth. Just He's into nice what he does. Dude. He's into what he does, and mm -hmm. that, you know you got to appreciate that for someone uh, you know finding what they love to do, and that is what he's doing so. and making other people happy while doing it. Yeah. So Andrew WK, very mm -hmm. very cool. So definitely go check him out. All right, we've got. We've got so much stuff to get to here today. So, uh, Randy Mendez is going to be joining us here in just a little bit. But before that, I think maybe we should debut the new segment. Okay. I think, I think maybe the time is now. So, we've been talking about this for a while, you know, and I, I just brought it up here before the interview where we would like to help out someone who is unemployed. You know, we don't have a job to offer you, but maybe somebody else who listens to the show might. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
basically what we what we're asking is if you are unemployed to go to funemploymentradio.com slash resume the instructions are right there to send in basically a cover letter telling us what you're looking for um, your resume which will be posted to this episode Fun Employment Radio episode 939 yes so it'll be linked right there and then if you are chosen for the week to record a little audio to go along with just it just a little bit a little bit of audio uh, so, yeah, as long or as short as you'd like um, and before we before we play the audio let's uh, just say who this week it's going to be and it is Nick Calamiris. Nick. Nick Calamiris, who is uh, one of our fine listeners. He sent us in this email. He said, uh, my name is Nick. I've been a Fun Imp Radio listener since the absolute beginning and even way back in the Rick Emerson days. So he's been around for a long time. Wow. Um, he, uh, he apparently he lost his job probably about a week and a half ago, a couple weeks ago. Um, so very recently that he lost it. He is a uh, production. He's looking for a production artist or graphic designer job. Okay. So that's what his background is in. He's worked for a lot of great companies. So he's got a lot of experience. Yeah, I'm this. looking at this right now. He uh, said, do you need those apparel graphics knocked out 50 different ways with three colors each for college or pro teams? I'm your man. Catalogs, banners, flyers, coupons, point of purchase graphics. He does a little bit of everything. Yeah, and the reason that he's out of work right now is because he was under a contract and because of the contract regulations of where he was. It, once the contract's up, I guess you can't be hired back is what I'm gathering it yeah. is. So. You're out the door, mm-hmm. which, you know, that always sucks when that happens. So he is out of work and looking for something. So uh, a couple more notes. He's, um, he's been a PA for several years, the last two plus of which have been for Nike. So apparently that's where his contract was at. Gotcha. Um, and my strengths really lie in that realm. He says, I have a great s- skill set and unmatched eye for details and methodical work ethic. Awesome. So he's looking for a production, uh, you know, production job, production artist job, graphic designer job. But maybe we should just let him explain. <gasps> Exactly what he's looking for. All right, ready? So, yes, this is Nick Calamiris. So, he left us a message, and, you know, he's speaking fast. We're going to post this audio on there as well. So, you can uh, re listen to it of what his qualifications are, what his background is, what he's looking for, and then a little bit at the end about us. Oh, yes. Because well, <laughs> we have to, we we have have to bring to it back to us. us. And clearly. So, uh, here we go. This is Nick Calamiris for Resume Rodeo. Hello, fellow phone employment radio listeners. My name is Nick Calamiris from Portland, Oregon. For the past few years, I've been contracting as a production artist at Nike. I've worked closely with designers, developers, and product managers to create apparel graphics, produce line art, and photo real garment illustrations, and enhance product line offerings. For most of my time there, I worked in licensed apparel, but I also had the chance to work on branded athletic apparel and even worked on illustrations for custom hang tags. I've created graphic schematics that were used both for licensing approval and also sent to factories for samples and final production. Other contract work has had me create custom labeling for Fred Meyer branded packaging and producing unique graphics as part of the presentation materials for Henry V. Gala event. Prior to those, I worked at Boxer Northwest, originating all of their marketing materials, including designing, producing catalogs, flyers, banners, coupons, and point-of-purchase signage. I was also responsible for the content of their website, from imagery to expanding and refining thousands of product offerings. I have a keen design sense and absolutely thrive in the methodical, detail-oriented production role. If you need a graphic ready for production or a design idea knocked out 50 different ways, I'm your man. Lastly, Fun Employment Radio is the greatest podcast in the history of the universe because the life handed Sarah and Greg Lemons. They cut those lemons up and put the wedges on their beer glasses. And now they've got their own mini-media empire that brings you everything from the comedy to the crazy, the squatches to the sports news. A true inspiration. Thank you. And again, this is Nick Calamaris. That's awesome. Well done, Nick Calamiris. That was fantastic. He is a well-spoken young man. Yes, he is indeed. So if you have a job that fits any of those qualifications, all of his information is going to be on our website under episode 939. So that is where we'll have a link to his resume, a link to his profile. 
along with it? Well, we're working on that part. Okay. The song, yes, I, I think there may be. Well, I mean, there is courage just to have rock and roll rodeo. Perhaps a resume rodeo song would need to would need to apply to that. I'm gonna need to come up with some lyrics for it. <gasps> oh, resume rodeo. Set them up and let them go. All right, so. Uh, yeah, go there, episode 939, and uh, check out Nick Calamiris and his online profile, his resume, and all of his contact info will be right there. So, awesome. Good job, Nick. And anybody else, please submit them in. All the details are at funemploymentradio.com slash resume, and we'll post a link on there to his stuff, too. And uh, please uh, please go there, check it out if you need and uh, you know, if you need a job, if you know someone who needs a job, you don't necessarily have to be a fun employment radio listener, although maybe we'll turn them into one if they check it out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go there and submit your info. We're just trying to help people out. It sucks being out of work. We totally understand. Yep. It It sucks. And, uh, yeah, so there Let we go. Let us know. Let us know. We'll try to help. Oh, this is a pretty bitchin' intro for Rock and Roll Rodeo. Oh, yeah, it's a long intro for Rock and Roll Rodeo. Oh, yeah, this is totally the resume rodeo music. Because it's like forward momentum, like mm-hmm. plowing toward the future. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, what would you... Resume, rodeo, something, something. You had a job, then you were let go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with something okay. for it. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll, I'll sing I'll Clearly, sing I should it. be helping you with, it, with the lyrics, though. I mean, Obviously, with that I'm, gold I just spun. I'm, I'm lyrically challenged. Yes. So. Uh, yes, maybe that will uh, that will work out there. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll come up with an intro song for it. All right. Um, let's see, I'm wondering if we should get ready for our guest. We probably should. Because he is going to be joining us here in just a minute. It is an action-packed show today. It sure is. Action-packed, ladies and gentlemen. So, coming up here in just a minute, Randy Mendez. And as we said, something, if you want to help us out and have an awesome time, come to the Fun Employment Radio Comedy show- Showcase September 18th. One week from today, get your tickets right there at funemploymentradio.com. Awesome. So, let's pause for a minute. We'll get Randy in here, and then we'll be back. With a little more fun employment radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Greg. <laughs> hi, this. Hi, this is Greg Proops, the specky one from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Not the tall guy, the fat guy, or the black guy. And you're listening to Fun Employment Radio with Greg and Sarah. Yes, indeed. I haven't played that one in a really long time. No, it has been a while. See, I it think, has been a while. Uh, yeah, been, Greg Proops has now been replaced with the Reese Darby one. Yes, you are addicted to the Reese Darby. It's you would great. think Reese Darby is the only person that's ever been on this show. Pretty much. According to the bumpers that Sarah plays. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. So, I don't know if we mentioned this or not today, but a week from today oh my gosh, is the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. I haven't said it every two minutes. But it is one week from today, and... We have some amazing comedians on the lineup, and one of them is here with us right now, ladies and gentlemen. The first time that we've had him on the show. Yeah, I know. Mr. Randy Mendez. Hello, sir. Hello. Hi, Randy. Hi. I'm really happy that you still have your beard. Uh, actually, I heard it on my way over. You're yeah. lucky that I didn't hear it until I was on the bus over here, <laughs> or I probably would have shaved it off to be a jerk. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it yesterday. Shame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I was like, well, you don't know if he still has the beard. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, and it's warm outside. I figured yeah. maybe you don't need your face sweater for I, the heat. I have no logical reasoning behind I do it the opposite. Like, it'll come winter. I guarantee you I'll shave it off yeah. in the winter for some stupid reason. I'll go into town and I'll see too many guys in beards and come home like, I'm sick of it. Just <laughs> I'm unique. Yeah. I, the reason that you have that beard is because you can grow a magnificent beard like that. 
Yeah, it comes in pretty quick, and yeah, uh, it's that's so some James weird. Harden quality shit right there. There's like all the, it's a weird compliment to get. I don't <laughs> do. You grow face hair good. <laughs> I got that literally last night. I got that like, oh wow, you really do good at <laughs> like, like you like you've worked really hard yeah. at that. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> it's a special skill. Like Greg, I don't think you could probably grow that full thatchy of a beard. Well, I can grow a good beard except for like one little section. I've got like this yeah, weird patch. <laughs> yeah, the bald <laughs> patch. It sucks. But so you have face like, baldness. Yeah, I have face baldness in one section. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a thing or if I can join a club for that or Maybe. what. But yeah, so I did grow out a big beard one time, almost uh, probably about to where you have it, but it, it took months to cover up like a comb over to cover up a little bald spot. <laughs> it grew over it. And then that way no one could know. But for months growing up there, it was great. And then just this one like stripe. I don't know what happened on that side of the face. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea why that there's is. There's nothing sadder than watching someone try. Well, I mean, there's a lot sadder than that. But I mean, like watching someone try to grow a beard and they just can't. Yeah. Well, it's just sad and patchy. I don't know. I think guys are getting complexes, though. Cause, yeah. Like, I hear from several guys, like, they, their eyes go down to the ground. I can't grow a beard like this. <laughs> well, you're not a real man. So. so when you're performing, Randy, do you incorporate your facial hair into your act at all? Like, if you got rid of no. the beard. Like beard no. jokes? I know. So you don't have any, so you're not committed to any beard jokes, at least. So if you got rid of it, you're No, you're no. Okay. I, uh, I think I had something about being married, that this is the kind of beard of, like, a married guy can have yeah. like I'm allowed to because the amount of times I've left the house with like clearly food like <laughs> inside of it like, like she doesn't have to worry that like yeah he's gonna be out there philandering all over the place like, <laughs> make sure you have like bits of eggs yeah. stuck in is that a Cheeto in there <laughs> what's going on it is good it's preventative facial hair it's yeah. good yeah see there we go well you'd think well Randy <laughs> since it's your first time here why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself How did, what made you get your start in comedy what inspired you to be a comedian Oh, I don't think I was inspired. I, I took like a class at community college because <laughs> I didn't know what other classes to take and I didn't know what I was doing. I was like pretty young at the time and and I got, yeah, it just, it was fun. I was like, was one of those people that people would say I'm like their funny friend, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really their friend. <laughs> that was like the part that I was, and so I, I was like, Are you laughing with me or at me? <laughs> it was usually with, I think a lot of times, especially in high school, it was, they didn't want to be on my bad side. Okay. I could get, I could get mean. You look oh, like really? you could have a little bit of a like. You're a little sassy. I like it, but you look like you could have a mean streak in you. I try not to be. As I gotten older, I really have been trying to watch it. But well, man. with your blessed child too, like you've got to set a good example. Oh God, I don't know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She's she's she clear. Like I remember when she came out, and I was so excited because she had my glare. Like she just <laughs> came, came out, and she had like clearly my eyebrows, and she was just like throwing the shade like all throughout the room. <laughs> yeah, I mean mugging everyone. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> She's mine. Yep. And that's kind of the same way I got into radio, though, because like, I didn't know what other classes to take in college. And I'm like, I like communications. I like TV. I like broadcasting. I'm just <laughs> going to do that. So that was my inspiration as well, picking a class in school. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, it worked out good for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. We're inspiring at all. So how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, I mean, probably like 10 years, but Dang. it's always on and off. I'll, I'll go do it, and then I'll get sick of it and quit, and then I'll do it, and I'll get like quit for like a year and a half, and then... Get back to it. I've been doing pretty steadily lately since I moved back up to Portland, yeah. especially. It was hard in Eugene because it's Eugene for God's yeah. sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like one of those, that's one of those towns where, where I have like material about being span, half Hispanic and, and, you're like, oh, you're not laughing at the joke part. You're just laughing at the fact that, like, I said I'm a Mexican. Oh. <laughs> and you're like, you guys are dicks. Like, That's hilarious. Yeah. So I, I hated, yeah, performing down there. I had some fun. I mean, there's like a burlesque show that's always 
There's a, a burlesque show in Eugene? There was. Uh, I don't know. They're trying to pick it up somewhere else now. But there was like a long running, like eight years. I did like the, I hosted the first one and, and uh, it was really fun. And then, and then even that got kind of gross. Like it started out like a full burlesque show with like acts and singers and dancing girls. And then it just became like this nasty skankathon. Oh. <laughs> and then to where the point was like, if you were doing comedy, the, you knew the second you got up there, it was going to be like, boobs. Oh, <laughs> like, <God. they> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Basically, a strip club announcer at that point. At that point, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you're just distracting from the boobs. Yeah, I would even say sometimes, like, let them rest. Yeah, you need to just let them just sit down for a sec and let listen to me do some. I'll do some <laughs> sex jokes or dick jokes or something, whatever you guys want to hear. Yeah, dick jokes, <laughs> boob jokes. Yeah. I'm very happy to be back up here. Yeah. yeah, well, and you're doing well too. I mean, because we actually were there for uh, Helium's funniest person contest oh yeah that was we were fun. the judges we judged you yeah how yeah. was that highly you were great cool yeah it was a lot of fun i mean it's great to see all that contained talent like all on one stage all at the same time yeah it's kind of uh, it's i mean it, easily you could have like knocked out most of the people in that top bracket mm. and replaced them with people from the semis and even they didn't make it to the semis yeah. and it still would have been an amazing show i mean we just have so many good people up here that yeah we could have easily had like an oh, entire yeah. second yeah. I'm trying to find a good picture of your beard because it's being requested oh, in the people chat. Are asking. Oh, no. Yeah. People are asking for it. I'm it's, trying to find right, we'll to get one. <laughs> one of you with your beard without your small child with you. So. <laughs> oh, God. I, I put that kid everywhere. So it's going to be, I am, I am exactly the dad I didn't think I was going to be. Oh. <laughs> like, That's I so don't. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't think I've put a Facebook picture up that didn't include the child. Without the kid? Yeah, since she was. I, How old is she now? Uh, two and a half. Wow. Yeah, I don't think in two and a half years I've been like, <laughs> this is who I am as an individual. <laughs> nope. It's my I identity have, now. I have a child and a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Are you one of those people that post constant things about how cute your child's being? I'm just curious. Occasionally. not. I, I really try to like watch it. I'm yeah. more, I'm more, I mean, I'll try to be funny at least about it. I don't mm. want to be just like, yeah, I, I don't want to be one of those people. Well, I mean, I can't say what I would be like because I don't, I don't have a kid. So who knows? I could be that guy too if it, if it happened. Mm. But uh, yeah, I was just curious if. Well, I did try to help out my friends because there's a couple uh, uh, people that I know that are always just like, I'll put up some adorable picture of her and they're like, stop it, my ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was in the mall the other, like a couple weeks ago and she was throwing like this huge tantrum and I made sure to Instagram it and be like <laughs> to all my friends that keep saying to stop posting these cute pictures. Here's the downside. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're and, in public and this is happening. And here's the screaming part. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> so, um, so with your stand-up now, do you tour around? Are you doing most of your shows in Portland? Mostly in Portland. I should be touring around. <laughs> it's, is that it's something hard. you see coming, like, well, you doing eventually? It's well, harder to go with the kid. Because that's what I was thinking. Like, with, with the kid, yeah, that's got to be tough to get out, you know, and tell, tell your wife, like, ah, well, yeah, you're watching for the next week. It's actually, it's not even like a really a her thing. It's a me. I, yeah. I, I am that, like I said, I'm that dad I never thought I would be, where I was like, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> I'm just oh, going to yeah. stay here and kick it with her. I did like um, last, was this year? No, last year, last November, I did like the Seattle International Comedy Competition and was oh, gone cool. for like a week. And it was just like, remember, it's just like, God, you get so weepy. It's so embarrassing. It is so <laughs> embarrassing. Like I, I remember, okay, so, I had no idea I was like this, like this kind of person. Uh-huh. My wife comes into the room 
And I was like flipping through the channels. And I like have like straight up tears coming down my face. <laughs> and she's like, what is wrong with you? And she looks at the TV and it's goddamn wife swap. <laughs> I wasn't even watching it. I clicked through and I think I saw it for about a minute and a half. And these kids... I guess their dad yelled at him or something. Like, I didn't even see the episode. They were you don't just, even know the context. I don't even know. Okay. All I know is that, like, he yelled at them a lot, and they were reading him, like, transcripts of how he yells at them. And he, like, gets this tear in his eye. And so she comes out, and I'm, like, straight up bawling. And she's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, he just wants to be a good dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's... It's shockingly embarrassing. <laughs> and this all just this all just changed as soon as you. As oh yeah. As you had the oh child. yeah. Yeah. Completely. Completely. One hundred percent. I mean, it literally, like, even at birth, I got into an argument before she was born. Like, probably like even like the month before she was born mm-hmm. with the midwives, because they were like, and then that we're going over like the birth thing, and then then you'll cut the the cord or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not touching the f- scissors. <laughs> like, no, that's gross. I'm not cutting through flesh. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> completely. And they were like, no, it's it's it, it's completely natural. And I'm like, it's natural to hand a clut scissors in a baby. Like natural. Like don't fuck no. it up. Yeah. <laughs> but then all of a sudden the moment comes, and I'm just like, ah, screw it. Let's do this thing. And you got, we got to jam some needles in this thing. Let's get going on that let's wipe off this yeah it was gross and i didn't i am easily (laughs) grossed out and i didn't yeah it was awesome it was yeah what becomes gross is then awesome because it's your it's your little gross awesome thing yeah that is a good i don't Mm -hmm. think i could do it with anybody (laughs) (laughs) so if you weren't doing comedy what uh, what would you be doing or what do you spend your time doing Besides spending time with the, the family and, and the comedy. Well, before this, it was video games. Yeah. So. <laughs> it was video games and comic books. That was pretty much it. I had to drop comics when she was born. Uh, reading them or do it? Reading them. them. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's not enough time. It's time and money. Yeah. And it's like I, when we moved up here, the, the best comic shop by my house is like deep in Beaverton. And I was like, so I'm going to leave my house and my family. Spend, I mean, that's not a cheap habit to have either. Oh, yeah. Mm. And so so that was one of those that went. And now the video games were having a little bit of a problem because I, I, I won't play any violent video games in front of her. I don't want her to see that kind of stuff. And those are all my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like trying to get her to bed. And I even... I, you forget how impressionable these things are. Yeah. Like, how quickly... Me and her watched, like, Avatar The Last Airbender. It was this awesome cartoon. Oh, yeah. And they do, like, element fighting. And so me and her would, like, pretend fight, where we, like, shoot arrows out of our hands and fire and water. And that was like, that's good. That's yeah. playtime. It's not going to get her in trouble. I was playing uh, Injustice, the latest DC. It's, like, Mortal Kombat with Superman okay. and Batman. And uh, she woke up from a nap, and I was, like, at the tail. I was like, ah, I got 30 seconds less of this match. I'll just play this. I finish it. She's watching the TV. The second I stop, she just comes up and uppercuts me across my jaw, <laughs> oh. like straight, like from the ground. Up. <laughs> Dang! Oh my god! Even that, just thirty seconds. For Damn. Sex. Okay, now that makes a lot of sense. Why yeah. you don't want her to see the video games? No, brains no. like sponges. Yeah. For God's sake! Don't show oh. her Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, and the swearing is is the other one that I mean we can't stop swearing in front of her. Yeah, that's a, it, not just because of us, but because Grandma on the wife's side. I, I, I've known her, their family. I've been with her like sixteen years. Her little okay. brother's staying with us. I've known him since he was five. Oh wow! That woman has never not sworn around their like <laughs> children. We're like, yeah, it's gonna happen. But now we're starting to realize like how we're gonna have to deal with this. I had her in the car like just the other day, and I, I just forget. And somebody cuts me off. I'm like, ah, fuck! And all of a sudden, I hear in the back. Ah, fudge. <laughs> fudge. <laughs> 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 <sighs> I can't. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, they're impressionable. Yeah. <laughs> well, Randy is going to be at our showcase. I'm yeah. so. Have you ever been to the Secret Society? No. It's cool. I it's don't. a it's a beautiful ballroom. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Because like, I didn't know it was a ballroom. Oh yeah. That oh yeah. Well, there's like a, a bar. For- there's a bar and a ballroom. You have to wear a tuxedo. Yes. Yeah, this is formal. I don't, I don't know if you knew that. I don't wear a tux at my wedding. <laughs> I wear a tux shirt. There you go. Yeah. That is very un. Did you wear one of those to your wedding? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, we got married like between work shifts. Yeah. I was like between, I was like doing between a couple 12s and yeah, we, we got married basically just because the kid paperwork yeah easy <laughs> oh yeah. Paperwork easy. I didn't think about that. That probably is a lot more paperwork to fill out. Yeah, there's like all these like custody, not like custody, but like oh, <laughs> ownership. ownership. <laughs> Two names on the title, all of that yeah. stuff. <laughs> so it was just, yeah, we were like, uh, well, we waited till after she was born just to kind of stick it to my parents. <laughs> Give them one bastard. <laughs> oh, wow. Hell. That's oh, man. <laughs> well, well, so, yeah, so you can see Randy. This next Wednesday, a week from Indeed. today. Indeed. Yeah, oh, one week from stoked. today. So uh, do you have a website or anything that uh, people can check? <laughs> to direct okay, people no, to? Do you have a Twitter account, though? I do. I think it's uh, <laughs> Old Man Rendo, R-E-N-D-O. <laughs> old Man Rando? Rendo, R-E-N-D-O. Uh, Rendo is... Uh, Rendo. My father could not pronounce my own name <laughs> until I was like 14. <laughs> my full name is Randall. Okay. And he would... That was Rendo. <laughs> Dude, you gave it to me, you dick. <laughs> Oh, I'm already following you on on the Twitter. Probably old man Rindo. It freaks me out. Misanthropic, a half Mexican. Misan- oh, that's right. I forgot all about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep, I never know is. what to write with the whole Twitter explanation. Like everyone has these quirky, like you know, two sentence funny descriptors of themselves. Yeah, me neither. And I, I I freak out when people I don't know favorite something. This happened just the other day. Like I don't know what. It's like that's the whole reason you join. That's the whole reason that you put it out there. Yeah. And then someone like randomly favorites or retweets something. Like who the fuck are you? <laughs> what? Why, why are you following? Why do you care? It's like you want to write him a letter. Who are you? How'd How you did get you in find here? This? Like, <laughs> you're doing what you're supposed to on this. Why are like you doing? They violated it? you in some way. <laughs> yeah, completely. It freaks me out. Completely. <laughs> well, old man. Ran- on Twitter, yeah, go I'm violate just... violate uh, Randy digitally. Oh, you broke your pinky toe. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, still, I did that a couple bruise. months ago. That fucking hurts. Yeah. I did that so many times as a kid. Like my pinky toes are bigger than my other toes because I was so clumsy. I would kick <laughs> any chair. I could not walk through a room <laughs> mm-hmm. without just bashing that thing. So it was always black and blue as a kid. Oh yeah. And there's nothing you could do about it. Nope, not a damn thing. You can try and tape it to the other toe. That's, my wife made it. me go to the yeah. hospital the first time I did that, <laughs> and I was so embarrassed because I, I was like, he can't. What is he gonna do? And she's like, we have to go to the hospital. It's pointing the wrong way. And I'm like, so we'll just oh. yank it. I don't. I don't know what you want us to do. And I didn't. Like, I didn't have the balls to stand up to the doctor or, or to the, my wife. Like, she took me there. And he was like, yeah, it looks broken. I don't know what you want me to do about oh, it. Oh, God. And, uh, and unless, are you, like, in an extreme amount of pain from this? And I, like, I look at her and I couldn't be like, she made me come. So I was like, yes, it hurts. <laughs> like the biggest pussy in the world. <laughs> my toe hurts. Yeah. So what did he do? Did he tape it up? He or didn't did do anything. Nothing? He didn't, he didn't tape it up. He was like, yeah, just put a shoe on it. It'll point straight. <laughs> I don't know what you're here for. You saw the woman with the head wound in the waiting room, oh, right? God. Why are you he was here? still waiting with you and your little broken pinky toe. 
I like yeah. the fact that it's the pinky toe, too. It's the most oh. delicate of all the toes. It, it gets no respect. It's one it of those injuries. No it gets like zero. How much oh, of a yeah. bitch is it, though, to try and walk with when it's hurt? Like, I I was limping for like a good month when I broke my, because you don't realize how much a you month? use it. Yeah. yeah. It was probably like yeah. two or three weeks. Oh, yeah. when I had them taped together. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It was quite painful. Yeah, and anytime you got to put on <laughs> shoes, that's just the worst yeah. every time. That little thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. What well, is it? It is a tragic entry. Though. All right. It well, uh, old man Rendo has some more followers now. I'm just oh, seeing great. that. Yes. So now come up with <laughs> the funny. Amuse me, baby. Now write in the stories about your baby. Awesome. <laughs> that's um, it. Yeah, my Instagram and Facebook are for God. Oh, it used to be my dogs. So, I oh, the dogs. Have seen so it there's coming. a theme. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of dogs always going to take a second pe- like second pickle after the kid comes. Like I remember, like one one summer I went to a barbecue and everyone had their dogs there, and the next summer it was no dogs; it was just babies. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like now because they used to bring their dogs, and now they leave their dogs at home and bring the babies. Yeah, yeah. What I, replaces the baby? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. What's the next? Another baby? Uh, maybe. I mean, I think it's just yeah. an endless cycle at that maybe point. After that, <laughs> yeah. Are you are you guys having more? Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's, it's one of those. It's like, uh, it's been like the weirdest. I, uh, I'm always like a, a pretty logical person. But now, and I never wanted kids, ever. Like that was something she was like hammering for a long time. Like really, blah, blah, blah. And I really like thought like, we could wait this out. We <laughs> just got to stall, stall, stall. <laughs> and then you have that one. And all of a sudden, like I, I go to the park and I see two kids playing together. I'm like, that does look fun. <laughs> two. Who sounds like a good number? <laughs> it is. I mean, honestly, my, my sister and I are a year and a half apart, and I am so glad I had somebody to play with when I was growing up. Yeah, I like spoiling this one. Though. Mm-hmm. I like I like that, but and two, it's not like it's it's not like plus one. It's not at all like it's like we have one and now we have plus one. It's like you have like it's exponential, like yeah. the amount of work that goes into it, the amount of money and all that kind of stuff that, oh yeah and so yeah and I, self-censorship yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's not working at yeah. all she like oh god it's so hard trying to like remember that you're an like an adult like being an adult in the house with this child that especially because we've i mean my wife's a, a stripper and so we've got like pin-up calendars around the house and we're having to like all right let's start putting some of this down and then she was like in my backpack the other day and she just comes out into the front room with like a handful of condoms oh. And we're like, uh, okay. Thank God Grandma and Grandpa were at home this time. <laughs> that could have been awkward. That could have been uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, come and see Randy and his glory next Wednesday and follow him at Old Man Rendo. Old yeah. Man Rendo. Old Man Rendo. <laughs> you do sound like, it sounds like uh, the crazy old guy that's on the porch, you know, yelling at all the kids that go by. It does sound like a crazy old man nickname. Uh, right. You don't want to go near old man Rendo's yard. Don't go near yard. old man Rendo's house. Don't fuck with his yard, man. <laughs> I've been old since I was like 16. <laughs> I've been like a crouchety. I realized like so many people helped me on that. I was in uh, school was it, in Eugene. And I remember we had like a, a sub in for the day, like teaching. And he was saying something. And he was like, are you okay? He looked at me and he goes, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And, and he was like, oh, you look a little angry. And the girl next to me goes, oh, that's just his face. <laughs> that's just his face yeah. put together. I think Henry Rollins did uh, one of his spoken words things. He's talked about that. He's like, yeah, people always think I'm pissed, but it's like, that's how my face sits on my head. Yeah. I can't help it. Like, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I just yeah. look pissed. That's my resting face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you see him at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase, which you will, he's not mad at you. No. no. 
No. Uh, probably. But he, uh, he probably hates you. He probably does. <laughs> he probably is. Not mad, probably hates you. <laughs> and us, for that matter. So you never know. That's we're all possible. in the same boat. Yep. Yep, we're all there. You never know. No. All right. Uh, Comedy Showcase, one week from today. So you can get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right there or on the Secret Society's website. But this, uh, the link on ours will take you straight there to buy the tickets. Yes. No Come searching. out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. Yes. And we're very excited. Thank you for uh, thank you for coming on board. Thanks really. for having me. We really appreciate it. Uh, send us an email: funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <laughs> I am so hot. I'm it's just realizing so here. Fucking hot. All I here. can concentrate on right now is the sweat running down into no, my eyes. No, I, I had and... a sweat droplet like go into the corner of my eyeball. Yeah. And I'm just trying to just blink it away. Yeah. There we go. Well, that's good. We'll try that. Uh, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. You just call five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. Thank you to Andrew WK as well and Thrasher Presents <laughs> and Nick. All right, we'll be back tomorrow oh, with yeah. more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.